0: How do children's authors build strong book businesses and grow their impact? By hanging out with Lori, here on The Writer's Way. Hello, my friends. Today, I'm talking to author Becky Cummings. Becky has been around the scene for a few years. She sells thousands and thousands of books, and she has some great words of advice for everybody as well. She shares what's up next for her, so enjoy Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Writer's Way. I'm here with Becky Cummings. Welcome. Thank you, Lori. I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you back again. So people can't see, but I'm very jealous of your sunlight streaming through the window on your lovely settee. That's lovely. I've enjoyed watching your, um, you know, your move and your beautiful house coming together. And then you have another house. That's so exciting for you.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of changes in the past couple of years. They've been good ones. It's They've been, been good. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, well, for people who didn't hear you last time you were on, how about you share sort of who you are and your background and how you got started? Sure. So
1: um, I, I became an author just a couple of years ago, so it is a newer career for me. Before that, I was a school teacher um, to start. I taught fourth and fifth grade. And then I um, started my own tutoring company when my son was born, and I thought I'd go back to the classroom, but actually the tutoring company took off, and I started working with all kids ages K through um, like six, and then that took off, and my my little kids grew up, and I stayed with them, and I had them all through high school, so I did that for many years, um, but we wanted a change in lifestyle. We wanted to move to a warmer climate and just have a different, you know, a life where we could be outside all year round. <laughs> and I, sorry. I know.
0: <laughs> I guess technically I can be outside all year round. It just isn't as enjoyable for me, right?
1: Although I, I'll tell you, Florida summers are super hot. So there's a there's a give and take, you know? Yeah,
0: that's true. Like almost too hot. Do you have to go inside in the summer? <laughs>
1: need to like submerge yourself because otherwise you don't want to be outside
0: yeah okay well that makes me feel a little bit better (laughs) okay sorry to interrupt you
1: um yeah so I I love teaching I always wanted to write books um and I had dabbled a little bit in it I was in the classroom and um that was the time where self-publishing was not as popular and I just wrote to a few big houses and got you know rejection letters. And and then I had a baby and I was like, okay, I can't do like any of that right now. Um, and life just kind of took off and I put it on the back burner. But when things started changing and we realized I wanted to, we wanted to move, I was like, you know, this is a really good time to get back into it. I had a lot of stuff going on in my life that, um, was giving me signs that I needed to start again. I needed to write and just do it. Mm -hmm. So I did. I started writing and um, decided to go the self-publishing route, and um, eventually picking up momentum to the point where I was like, "Okay, I'm going to do this full time now." I think I can let go of those other things. I could let go of the tutoring company and, and a few other things, and that's when I, you know, fully dedicated myself
0: to becoming a children's author. And so the book. Like the books that you did finally publish, the Magical Choices series, is that what you were pitching to the publishers before? Or is that new ish?
1: That was new. It was a spin-off of my first idea. So oh, okay the first book I wrote was for ages eight to twelve and it was um like a nonfiction book, How to Live right. This Happy Lifestyle. And um that was the Book that I was pitching to the publishers and I've added a lot since then because it was like a decade ago. <laughs> the, my, the Magic of Me series is a spin-off.
0: Oh,
1: um, I would take a chapter and kind of blow it up and make a picture book out of it.
0: Oh, cool. And how many books do you have now? Oh. Um, I, have f- I have four
1: out, one coming out in November. So that will be five total. And I'm planning for
0: a total of five more. Oh, so, exciting! A series of ten. Wow! Oh, exciting! That's cool. So, um, what was what would you say was the most surprising thing that you have learned that you didn't know before about self-publishing?
1: I think that um, the marketing piece is so huge. I mean, you have you can have an amazing book well-written, beautiful illustrations. But if you don't know how to market it, you're taking a a fish and you're putting it in the ocean and (laughs) letting it swim. And it's like, hey, you're on your own, buddy. All these other fish. So you find sometimes that there's these books, you'll see they're not well-written, they're not well-illustrated. They're doing fabulous. So the difference really is it's marketing. It's getting your book out there and making it well-known and making a name for yourself so that your books actually stand out and can get into the hands of children.
0: Mm-hmm. And something I've really admired about you over the past couple of years is you're very persistent. You've really dedicated yourself to learning and applying and you haven't given up. And that may be the difference, hey, between a great book that doesn't do that well. and Not that you, like your books are fantastic, but if people don't have that tenacity to just persist and learn and keep trying and put themselves out there, then... That's very, very true. You can almost meet
1: somebody right away and tell whether their book's gonna do well just based on their personality. Doesn't matter what their book is or anything. You meet them. And you look it's those characteristics, Lori. It's it's they had do they have the drive to learn? Do they have the drive to succeed? And yes, we are going to make mistakes and fail sometimes, but do you keep going? Do you persist and do you you know, learn more and, and ask more questions, and find more mentors, and watch more videos, and enroll in more courses, and do all these things. The people that have that motivation, that internal, intrinsic motivation, they are the ones that tend to do well in this this arena of self publishing.
0: Yes, I agree. That risk taking behavior, because some, sometimes you do have to put yourself out there, and doesn't always feel good. <laughs> Right.
1: right. You're putting money with it. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Especially
0: when you... Yeah. So true. And your books do really well though, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. I'm very blessed. They're they're doing well. I mean, some are better than others. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, you know, it's my marketing techniques and what I feel. Like, for example, my the Magic of Me series does very well. It's my best-selling series. And it's easier now to promote those because I have an audience for those. And you know, people, if they buy one, they usually want to buy more than one.
0: Then mm-hmm.
1: I wrote a book about adoption and that's like a completely different topic. It's like a very smaller niche market. And, you know, I realized when I wrote that it's not going to be like this huge bestseller the way the others could, because most people that buy it are either like adopting or thinking of adopting and that's not, you know, the whole world. So Right. Still a good size market though, isn't it? Um, yeah, I guess I'm just comparing it to like like very open to to anybody. But I think it it depends on, you know, your topic having realistic expectations too.
0: Right. That's a good point for people to to really listen to and understand. Yes. Um what was I gonna ask you? Oh, the marketing, because you said your marketing strategies are working for that series. So what what is your main marketing strategy?
1: Well my, my favorite is just doing Amazon ads and I, I feel like they're kind of a beast, you know, <laughs> daily, but when people are online and on Amazon, they're in the mindset to buy things and if they're looking at books, they're in the mindset to buy books. So what better time to present your books to them? So mm-hmm where I spend a lot of my marketing budget is mm-hmm. in the ads and I'm always trying to learn how to get them to be better. Um, I'll think I'll have it down. I'll be doing well. And then boom, one of my best ads just stops and I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> right. The, the algorithm.
1: <laughs> and change like any factors, they can change your price that affects things. So, I mean, it's really like always like a, you know, a work in progress.
0: Mm -hmm. And have you found over the past, like since March, since the pandemic started, have you found um, it's harder?
1: My books actually took off and started selling more, which was great. I mean, they were selling to the point where I was running out and I couldn't keep printing them fast enough because my printers were behind since COVID and all this craziness. Um, So that was a blessing. But then, you know, I would say in the past month, Amazon um, raised my prices and that kind of change things a little bit as well so you know I I just it's a roller coaster and I kind of just go with it instead of freaking out like I used to hopefully they'll lower them again and um, you know it's just part of it's part of the game I think just being able to sit sit down strap yourself in and know there are going to be highs and lows with this.
0: It's a good way to put it because it really does feel like a game sometimes, like a gamble at a game. And the roller coaster is a good way to put it for sure. Gosh. Um, I've noticed your husband in Facebook groups. So do you guys, does he help you out? Like, did he jump on board with us?
1: He did. Yeah. He's amazing. He's the reason why I'm able to do what I do. Um, he was able to retire from his career in Connecticut. And when he came down here, take a break and, just kind of see what needs what he wanted to do and I sort of (laughs) wrote (laughs) (laughs) hired him. Uh, Yeah. So now he does all like my shipping and receiving and he orders my books and um it's and he does a lot of my like mailing to influencers and things like that. He's he's very busy with that piece. It's a lot of work, you know grateful for him because I don't like spreadsheets as much as sitting there and writing (laughs) and creating. He's more of a
0: Oh, that's wonderful that he's taking that on.
1: Yes. It definitely helps.
0: Lucky. I would thank to my husband because um, similarly, he's been able to mostly retire from his job. Like, what can you do for me? I don't like the money stuff. Can I just be the creator, please? Yeah. But he does all or most of the kids stuff. He gets them up and makes their lunches. Thank goodness. because. <laughs> When I am in charge in the mornings, it's not good. Right. <laughs> I like to sleep in.
1: As a partnership and make it, you know, work together, it, it definitely helps.
0: Mm-hmm. And you still get along. You still like each other. <laughs> we do, yeah. <laughs> we with each other like
1: 24-7. At first, the first year is like, really? We're home together all the time, every day? Once. You're still here? <laughs> like unschooling our children. So they're home with us
0: 24-7 too. So it's just a madhouse of chaos and fun. <laughs> oh, that is cool. I've heard of unschooling. That's sort of letting the kids like take the lead, but they're still learning, right? So am I right in that? Life schooling
1: them. So Life schooling. letting things come up very naturally and letting things be interest-based and
0: Yes, yes. It's interesting this year and how everything there's been such fallout, but what it has allowed for, I feel like if you're open to it, is really choosing the path that's right for you and your kids. And I've seen that a lot from people and like, okay, online learning is not the path for us. I mean, for some people it is, but, um, but I feel like that's really neat. And it isn't just the one way anymore, or the majority, right? Like go to school nine to three and I feel like that's kind of a positive thing. I don't know. Do you feel like that?
1: I agree. I feel like, you know, for a long time, we felt trapped in this box of this is the way it has to be done. And mm-hmm. this is people up and woken them up to there's so many more options. And our kids are going to learn regardless of what it looks like, because that is our innate desire to to learn and grow and try things. I mean, that's our human instinct. So
0: mm-hmm. I love that do it in different ways. So are you sort of the primary unschooler <laughs> are you in charge of that all day well you know we both do it it's because it's
1: very natural now and again this is sort of very new for us too but um we've had a lot of fun like last week we built a huge place like a swing set in our backyard and so cool. we spent like three or four hours every day like reading the instructions screwing things in learning about you know building and designing and they had a great time, and then yesterday, they just played on it all day long, and that was what they
0: did. <laughs> they got to really reap the benefit of their hard work and their labor, and then that's a great life lesson, my goodness, right there. Sure. Will any of your books be around that sort of topic of letting kids learn more naturally?
1: You know, I I think yes. Um, in my mind, I've been brainstorming for an older kids series mm-hmm. down the- it's something that I really have always wanted to do, but I just felt like I had to get this younger kids series out first. But I believe that down the road I will have a lot more about kind of a futuristic way of raising children.
0: Futuristic way, like <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, in a series, in a, in a fiction series, uh, right? Right. So
0: it's still fiction, but. <laughs> Hint hint hint, 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 it could be like this. Go ask your parents. I like that. Um, um, do you have any wise words for authors who maybe, you know, are working hard to get their books out, but it's not quite working?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I think that there's like a million steps when you're a new author and there's so much to learn. So I feel like if, if you feel overwhelmed, which I'm sure a lot of new authors do, I would say take one area and just start with that and feel like, you know, it's okay to just slow down to really speed up Mm. pick an area and they learn it well and become, you know, very proficient in it, whether it's Amazon ads or how to work Instagram or using Pinterest or, you know, thinking about how to set up a website, whatever it is. Um, And if it's something that is out of their scope and they just feel they can't do it, I mean, that's really a wise to then hire somebody else, either to guide them along and be a mentor or just to do it for them if they don't feel like it's a skill they will really need in the future. But I would say pick something, work at it, and take small steps to get good at it before you move on to something else versus scattering your energy in a thousand directions and winding up doing
0: nothing well. That is such great advice. There's a lot in there that you just said, but it's such great advice. Like I have certainly been a victim of my own <laughs> choices. Um, yeah, pick one thing and stick with it for for a while, and so that you're not feeling like why isn't anything working. Well, because you're trying everything, and that's not going to work. So that is great advice, and. Don't try to do it all yourself. If it's not your z- zone of genius, if it's not your forte, like website design, hire somebody. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because think of all the time and energy you will spend, and it's just time is is precious. Don't waste yeah. it on. you Don't really need to, you know. Yeah. And, and it's an investment. I know it's risky sometimes when you hear some of the prices it costs to find someone to design a website or a logo, but. Um, the more professional you present yourself, the more that, you know, that's going to come across to everyone and it's an investment within you. So that's, it's wise to do
0: that. I think that's really smart. I have, um, I'm in a group for sort of website design or upkeep or whatnot. Um, And so something she says is, if you've spent 10 minutes on this and you can't get it, move on. And so I've really tried to internalize that. And after I've tried, you know, something, okay, I'm going to ask for help, reach out, do whatever I got to do, but I'm not going to waste any more time on that. And it really, really helps when you have that mindset and you allow yourself to move on and either ask for help or hire it out or just figure out a different way. So it's not your time wasted. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that is that a mistake that you feel like you made that you tried to do it all yourself? Um,
1: yeah. Yes and no. I feel like I have a good balance of when I things got overwhelmed for me, overwhelming for me, I would stop and be like, okay, I need to find somebody and and to reach out. So I've gotten pretty good at doing that. Um, I did have my husband help me with the website first, you know, and, and he designed it. <laughs> and he did a good job. It was really nice. But now we want to take it to a whole nother level. And I can't do that. And, you know, he was like, well, I can try to do it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this is going to be a time waster We're at that level now where let's just hire somebody that knows what they're doing. It's easy for them. Mm -hmm.
0: I like that. That's exciting that you're at that level. You've achieved so much success up until this point. What would you say your next goal is, the next challenge for you to overcome? Yeah. Um, Well,
1: (laughs) I think it's just kind of plotting out my next part of my series um I'm going to be having a new illustrator come on board to join me and I'm excited for that so that'll be happening in you know the next 2021 and um I think it's just going to be kind of making sure that this series is tight and it fits together and those books come out at a at a good pace so that um I keep the momentum up that's kind of my next challenge I I have some things in my mind for down the road but that's more my immediate goal for next year um Mm -hmm. I wrote my Gobble, Gobble, Mr. Wobble book, and that was a series too. So I'm working on getting my next one out for that next year as well. So I think it's just kind of carrying on and and getting these series finished up and getting them out there and just, you know, before I move on to other things. Right. Focusing.
0: (laughs) That's always so hard for me. Um, Did you uh, find your next illustrator already or are you in that process? I'm in the process right now.
1: Yeah. It's a lot to consider because I, you know, I really want this to be a long-term relationship. So I have to search to find somebody that can stay with me for a while and can do um, the great quality that Zuzana has already done. So Mm -hmm. I will be searching for a little
0: bit. So you're planning to hire them like on, for all five books. Yes. Hoping. hoping. (laughs) I was having a giggle at, sorry, that cut
1: out. I said that's the goal is to get them as long as you know to finish the, the five, but you know mm-hmm. illustrations sometimes change or get different contracts, so you know, yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about that? What happened with Susanna? Um, yeah, it's fine. I mean, Does, Susanna, she's fabulous, and yeah. she, when I met her, she was very new. Um, she only had a, I think a couple books out, but they weren't really um. Mi- quite mainstream yet, you know, but I bought them all on Amazon. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, her work is fabulous. And so, you know, she just got really busy and prices changed and contract contract um, terms changed. And, you know, that happens. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hoping to be kind of grandfathered in at the, the rate <laughs> that I had kept and I, had a, you know, but that wasn't in her desire. So, mm-hmm kind of parted ways and she's going to go on and do her things with new our new authors and books and I'm going to carry on my way. Mm-hmm.
0: So That's great. That, like to see how you're handling that. And, um, and processing it because that's probably going to happen to other authors as well. Um, so it's really nice to see that, you know, you wish her well and, but, but you stuck to your guns as well, that that didn't work for you. And so you're going to part ways and just try to find somebody who will be able to carry on as best as possible.
1: Yeah. I've talked to a few other authors, you know, not just like with Susanna, but with other authors that had illustrated same type of thing and, mm-hmm part of the self-publishing world, you know, that because we're hiring every person individually, things are going to change. And it's not like we're having these big contracts and locking people in and agencies and things like that. So, yeah, I guess that's hard to do. As much as it's, it's heartbreaking, I'm very positive that I'm going to find somebody fabulous that's going to, you know, continue to make my series. And it's just going to be continue to be beautiful. So, yeah.
0: And it has been so beautiful. I, I find it. it's just, you know, it's like double-edged sword. You found someone fantastic and she did a great job for you, but you kind of made her famous in our little sphere. And so now she's, um, so yeah. So I guess that, that is, uh, the risk you take when you are successful, right? So and everybody, everybody can make their own choices and choose yeah. how they feel that. So, yeah. Well, I respect the way that you've done it. Um, publicly anyway (laughs) I'm sure there's some teeth gnashing behind the scenes
1: well not and at this point like I said I I really do believe in everything is in divine order so for me like I've been through enough things in life where when I feel like there's it's time to end things that that's probably for a reason and so I'm okay
0: Oh. oh that's very wise thank you for sharing that okay so what would you say on your last question here that i have for you is what is the very best part of this whole journey and being a self-published author and all that what's the best for you Uh, the the best part is knowing
1: that there are children hearing these words every single day and that it's going to become part of their like their dialogue their subconscious it's going to be just programmed into them to like feel these things. I am beautiful. I am smart. I can choose this. I can choose that. I can dream big. I can eat healthy foods. I can, you know, all these things that our children need to hear. I love when I read my reviews and just hear parents talking about the kids wanted to hear the book over and over and and they're saying these words and the parents are tearing up and the parents are saying these words and mm-hmm. um you know that to me is so, so beautiful. And it's my vision. And as much as I would love to be able to connect with more children and author visits, this is just not the time in the world that we live in. Mm-hmm. So um, as of right now, I just love to get those reviews in that are just confirming that this is a beautiful thing. My message is getting out there to thousands and thousands of children and I hope that these books will become a classic staple in every child's library and in every school and every
0: classroom. I hope so too. It certainly deserves to be, right? It's, it's gorgeous, lovely, empowering. Love it. Thank you so much. I will share with everybody in the show notes where they can find you, um, authorbecomings.com, Okay. So anybody wants to head right there right now. And thank you for spending the time with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on the show again. I love it. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. Next year. Same time, same place. Right. <laughs> Bye, Becky.
1: <laughs> Bye, Laurie.
0: Thank you so much, Becky, for coming and sharing your story and your tips and your advice and your dreams with all of us here at The Writer's Way. For everybody listening, you should come on over and join The Writer's Club on Facebook. Felt like my last name. There's some really cool stuff going on, and I'd love to have you there.